Morning, my name is Charles Morgan. I am uh, Word is Love Ministries, and I want to thank you so much for allowing me to be with you this morning to to uh, preach to you and, and uh, give you a little bit of word. Uh, appreciate all those that support us as well. Uh, got those that are, are very loyal to that. This morning we'll be in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5. We'll start in verse 19. It says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, and of his flesh, and of his bones. Alright, I want to address kind of something that's uh, going on in our nation. And uh, we see these things happening, and, and uh, just it amazes me is how everyone is reacting to this. Um, you know, a lot of times, I mean, this won't even get preached, because we don't want to uh, step on anybody's toes, or we don't want to do anything. But uh, these scriptures are very relevant today, and as we see them, he says, speaking to yourselves, he's talking to the church body that we're supposed to, to bring ourselves together, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, uh, making melody in your heart. We're supposed to give ourselves one another to one another, but we're also to give thanks to God. And, and, uh, and in verse 21 it says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Okay, these are as individuals. These are men and women submitting ourselves to God, but God has a plan. God has a, a a structure that is supposed to work, and that that structure is the family, and there is a a, a a structure to that that needs to be maintained. But I'm telling you what, Satan has figured out how to tear it down, and uh, the way he's done it is he's made uh, a bunch of sissies out of men. Uh, people aren't acting as men. Uh, men are not acting as men. We, in fact, we got more uh, uh, more and more these, these uh, men acting like women, and and men males are just sitting back and acting like well it's okay even within the church even within uh the pulpit we're not saying anything about these things because we're afraid of what's going to happen we're afraid of this little faction that's going to cause us problems this little faction that's going to come against us and say well you can't do that you know you should you should pay attention to me uh, it's amazing to me that it took a beer to get men to to even stand up and say anything i mean that finally got them to action and it's causing a stir now, and maybe it's going to change things around. But it's just amazing to me to see these things within the church. I mean, we're not we're not submitting ourselves to God for one thing. We're going into churches and we're acting like we're some individual in there. And what can I get out of it? And we've changed that. And, and you uh, you say what you want. Uh, the uh, the so-called pandemic uh, did decrease the population of the church. But I'm telling you what. There was a reason for it because people were in there for themselves. They weren't in there worshiping God. 
uh, not uh, submitting themselves. And then we get to verse 22. It says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. And everybody gets this and says, well, that means they're subservient. That's not at all what that means. Uh, you know, I've been saved for, for a pretty good while and other people too. And Jesus Christ has never forced me to do anything. He's never come up and, and uh, domineered me and said, you have to do it this way or you have to do it that way. No. He said, I want you to come to me. And that's that's what this is meaning. We submit ourselves to Jesus Christ, but he doesn't force us to do those things. Uh, this is this is come alongside. This is not be underneath or, or domineered or, or hurt by. This is come alongside. Wives, well, come alongside your husbands. But I'm telling you what, husbands, you need to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you want your wives uh, to come and come alongside you, uh, he said, wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord. We, we, if we want this, we need to be doing what we're supposed to do. Men, you need to start standing up. You need to start being vocal. You need to be start saying what you really need to say. And that is that you are the head of the household. And that means that you are supposed to be teaching your kids, not just taking them to church, not just saying, okay, I want you to <clears throat> in that building, but every single day. And your kids may be grown, and maybe you didn't do that. Well, you can start doing it right now. You can start being that example right now. Even though you messed up, we need to do that. Uh, we look around us, and we're, we're seeing these things, and, and uh, some people are standing up. Granted, I, I guarantee that's going to help, but all men need to stand up, all men in the church. I don't care what denomination you belong to. If you're listening to my voice, if you're a man of God, you need to start standing up. You need to start getting bold. You need to start saying these things. And if you're a pastor and, a, and uh, you get up in a pulpit every Sunday and you won't even talk about these things, then you need to start talking about these things. How are they going to learn? How is your congregation? And you guys that won't speak of the end times, you need to start speaking of the end times. We see too many people standing back and go, oh, don't say anything like that. Uh, that'll scare people. Uh, you're more worried about how many people are going to be in your church and how much is going to be given then you are about speaking the truth. And I don't care if you've got doctor behind your, in front of your name and, and initials behind it or whatever it is. You know, if you're not speak, speaking the truth, you're doing wrong. And I'm not just talking about little churches, big churches, all this. Uh, there are still people in the pulpits speaking right, but we as men need to do that. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. See, there's a structure to this. Christ is the head of the church, not the pastor, not the deacons, uh, not somebody that gives more money. Uh, there are churches out there that they're beholden to the one who gives the most money. And don't tell me you don't know that. And they'll get rid of pastors and they'll do things and they'll run them out. There are uh, churches that are run by their deacons. And then once they uh, feel like that the church is getting too big and they're going to get voted out, uh, they'll cause trouble and make sure the pastor leaves. Folks, I'm telling you, we need to get back to it. But the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Is Christ the head of the church? The overall church he is. But I'm telling you what, a lot of churches in our world in our nation in our states in our cities are not practicing this they don't have christ as the head of the church they've got something else uh, some other motive our families the devil has torn it up he's gotten into there where where we won't discipline i mean uh, and it, it goes everywhere I mean, we won't discipline at home. Uh, we won't discipline, uh, let them discipline in the schools. Uh, teachers are leaving uh, because of that. You know, and, and because we won't step up. 
Daddy, you need to discipline. That does not mean beat on your children. It means make them know that there are consequences for everything. We've got a whole generation out there that has never lost at anything. We give them participation awards. Losing is part of uh, uh, our world just as much as winning is. But we won't do that. We won't, oh, no, and they've been uh, told that uh, everything's okay. Well, they don't have any problems. We've got to take care of everything. And here we are. During this 2020, that younger generation was the one that was so scared. They were the ones, and I'm not just saying this because of experience. They've, they've shown that. They were the ones that were so scared of everything. They were so scared of dying because everything was supposed to be taking care of them. Uh, they were not supposed to be in this situation. They were the ones that were telling people they were going to have blood on their hands. And now we can look at it and all these things. Uh, uh, churches were afraid to stand up. Churches sat back and did nothing. And the few that did, they got criticized. And now we're seeing all the evidence of showing uh, we could have been going to church. It wasn't that. It wouldn't have hurt us. But yet we backed away. Men would not stand up. Younger men would not stand up. And they showed their kids, oh, oh we, gotta, we just got to do what everybody tells us to do. This is a problem in our nation. Men are not being men. Man's job is to protect. Man's job is to take care. Man's job is to love. He said, look at verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Men, I'm telling you what, if you would do this, you'd get the above. If you would love your wife as Christ lo also loved the church and gave himself for it, you'd get your wife coming alongside. You'd be the protector. We ought to be protecting. We see all these men out here pretending to be women taking over these sports events. And I, I know what you're saying right now. Oh, you shouldn't get political. This isn't political. This is world. This is dealing with things. Jesus dealt with this. He even addressed them and said he made them male and female. So you want to get mad about this? Well, you just go back to your Bible because you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem telling preachers, oh, don't get political. Uh, you're trying to tie his hands. Well, well, uh, our president back in the 60s started all this. And churches are afraid to do anything because they're afraid of losing their status. Well, this is true. We got men out there pretending to be women, decimating our sports. Men, where are you? I see women standing up. Where are the men? Where are the men standing up? Where are our men in Congress? Where are our men in our, our governments? Where are our men in our, our uh, towns standing up in mass? Not just one guy going to a city council meeting or a, a school board meeting that gets uh, viral attention because he's the only one. Thank God for him. But where are we? Where are we when we love our wives and our daughters so much that we stand up and say, I don't care what the criticism is going to be. I'll do it. Even my sermon right now uh, may get me kicked off of this radio station. It may be getting kicked off of YouTube or Facebook. Well, I'll be standing on a corner somewhere, I guess. We'll just keep on going. Husbands, love your wives. When are you going to do that? Man, if you treat her in the way that Christ treats the church and loves it, you wouldn't have any problems. You wouldn't have these things. Said that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Treat her in the way she needs to be treated. Treat your daughters in the way you need to be treated. Protect them. Men, stand back up. Take that bun off your head and get back to being a man. 
Quit being some something else, you sissified versions of these things. Do what God intended you to do. Stand up and be a man. Preach the word. You say, well, I'm not a preacher. I'm telling you, every child of God is a man. needs to get out there and preach the word. Everybody that's a child of God needs to be out there preaching the word, telling everybody about Jesus Christ. We say, we're, we're in this state. What is going on? Well, I can tell you what's going on. We've allowed Satan to rule us. You look over in Isaiah chapter 3. Verse 4, And I will give children to be their princes, and babes shall rule over them. Verse 12, As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, they which lead thee, cause thee to err, and destroy the way of thy paths. The Lord standeth up to plead, and standeth to judge the people. You say, oh, well, that's archaic, that's old. No, that's the word of God. It's telling them, this is what's going to happen. Children are going to be your oppressors. Look at all these kids that are committing crimes. And nothing's done to them. In mass, going into places and, and stealing things and hurting people. And what did we get from the mayor of that town? Oh, we need to consider what's going on with them. What's going on with them is they are disobedient and they are oppressing us to where we're afraid to go out, we're afraid to do anything. And it's many times, I've heard this, that uh, when it's talked about women ruling over them, it's not just talking about physical women, it's talking about effeminate men as well. Men and women have different roles in this life. They look at things differently. Men and women are different. If you don't believe that, then there's something really wrong with you. Women shall rule over them. And my people they which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy path. We look at what's going on in our government right now, and I'm talking both sides of the aisle because I'm not supporting either one of them. They're taking us down a path that we shouldn't be going down. And yet we vote them back in because we want to keep up something or so, uh, keep something going that's uh, near and dear to us. And the ones that do stand up, we won't support them because the news media is not going to do that. You're not going to hear the truth from the news media. They're going to tell you exactly what they think you ought to be doing. We were led around by our nose for three years. And we took it. What happened to our nation? We turned away from God. We turned away from God's word. We don't even want to hear God's word. We don't even like to hear what that just said. We don't like to hear what it says in Ephesians. We don't want to hear it. We've got itching ears. And we don't want to really hear the word of God. We want to hear somebody standing up there giving us some soft-soaked message that makes us feel good when we walk out. People get upset if you start preaching the Word of God. They'll get upset because it, it bothers them because they know they're doing the wrong thing. And they want to continue on doing that. we got churches full of people. They're listening to a message. They're just soft-soaked. They're not the truth. They're not the Word of God. And they like that. They like some stammering guy standing up there and just saying this and that and the other. And we're seeing denominations getting away from this. I guarantee you the Baptists have got an upcoming here in June at their annual meeting. It's going to be a trouble. Southern Baptists. We see other denominations that have already gone through this that have departed from the Word of God. And when they start doing that, they're heading down the wrong path. We see political parties that are away from the Word of God and say, well, that's archaic, that we don't need that, we don't need that in our life today. 
we got it handled. Well, uh, we see in the days of Noah, same thing. And Jesus said this. Folks, I, I just I just look at this, and I don't know when Jesus is coming back, but I think it, it must be near because of all the things we see. We don't see the structure that we're supposed to see in our, our world. We don't have it in, in our world, and it's affecting everything about us. We've allowed ourselves to be pulled around by women and children. And that's just a fact. You look at what's going on, and some of these are just pretending to be women. We let our children be exposed to these these people, these men, who pretend to be women and want to say, I want you to call me by a feminine pronoun. We got people getting in trouble because they're not using the correct pronouns. We got kids in school that are identifying as cats. And what do they do? They put a litter box out for them. You know, we talk about gender affirming. I'll tell you, we do need more gender affirming. We got a little bitty kid coming up and saying, I think I'm a cat or I'm a boy when they're really a, a, a girl or vice versa. We need to gender affirm them and go, no, you're not. Go sit down. That's the way it used to be done. And that was the right way, we'd say, because they're children. They need to be led. They need to be taught. And it needs to start at home. You got too many of these parents saying, oh, well, uh, let it be whatever it's going to be. And we got, oh, well, don't offend me. Because I've got a family member that's like this. That doesn't make it right. If your fam family member is an alcoholic, are you going to go, well, that's what everybody should be? Or are they a drug addict? Are you going to say that's what it's, everybody should be? You know, but just because that they uh, want to identify themselves. And it's getting crazy. People are identifying as all kinds of things. I saw a guy uh, went to a women's poker match and identified as a woman. He was uglier than me. He won it. Because he said he identified as a woman that day. He was just doing it so he could play. Now we got uh, them going to put feminine products in boys' bathrooms. And we're saying, well, they can do this. We got uh, people uh, going up that uh, for uh, affirming of, of a position. And they want to be confirmed for it. And they won't even give a definition of a woman. You think, well, they don't know? Sure they know. They just don't want to say it. They're afraid of that little fraction. I'm going to tell you what these people need. They need Jesus Christ. They need the Jesus in their life so they don't start acting like that. We need to bring Jesus back in our homes. We've turned away from God, even in this uh, this uh, virus thing. And uh, we looked at it and we said, well, we're, we're more dependent upon the government than we are on God. How many people, how many times did you see people getting down and praying and saying, protect our nation from this virus? I prayed many times for my family and, and my church when I was pastoring to protect them. And in many cases, they just turned on me. But that's okay. Because I was doing what I was supposed to. I was trying to protect them, my family, the people around me. We need to be praying for our nation. We need to be praying for our leaders. We need to be praying that Christians will get out and vote and put the right person in there. Now, I'm not endorsing any one candidate because every one of them's got flaws. They're human beings. If you say one, you'll say, well, what about this? And if you say another, they'll say, what about this? But I'm telling you right now, what we're seeing in our nation is not good for a follower of Jesus Christ.
What we're seeing is a turning away. Every single policy that's being put in place is anti-Christian, anti-follower of Christ. You say, oh, no, no, we're following Christ. Well, you're as crazy as a Bessie bug. And that's the problem. we got people who are standing up saying they belong to Jesus that don't really belong. And you can see that in Matthew chapter 7. And they'll say this and say that, but they don't really truly belong to him. Jesus Christ himself said the way to him is narrow and few will find it and then we got people going around just saying well if you'll say these words you're saved no it's a heart change it's a heart change and when you get to that point you don't look at things the same way when someone gets saved they come out of homosexuality when someone gets saved they come out of of this uh, transgenderism stuff because they realize it's wrong and then they start speaking against it and people won't listen to them we're more inclined to listen to someone that kneels down in front of a, a man wearing a dress and say, I apologize to you. Satan's dividing us. It's a divide and conquer. He's creating little bitty groups and the government is his helpmate. Because they're doing the same thing. Every single thing they say tears down this. Television, television shows tears down this family structure. Noticed it a long time ago that if you watched a commercial, you had a dumb dad that didn't know what he's doing. He was bumbling and a mom who came along and fixed everything. Same thing with sitcoms. Dumb dad didn't know what he was doing. Children made fun of him. Couldn't, couldn't, uh, get himself out of a paper bag. Woman comes along. See, they were leading us down a path and now they're, they're, uh, letting men Act like that woman. And then we got men who think they're a woman. They don't completely grasp it. They they wear a woman's hat. I'm telling you what these these man buns. My grandma Morgan wore one for years, but she was a woman. What are we doing? We 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 act sissified. We wear weird stuff. I mean, and you say, well, that's not uh, that's not uh, not being a man. Yeah, it is too. Don't tell me that. Man needs to act like a man. Daddies need to act like daddies. Husbands need to act like husbands. They need to stand up. Pastors need to act like pastors. Quit worrying about whether you're going to get a paycheck and start worrying about whether you're leading these people right, if you're telling them the truth. Folks, you can say, well, uh, are we in the end times? We've been in the end times since Christ ascended. But I'm telling you what, there's a lot of signs around us, a lot of these things that's just falling right with the Bible. All these things that are coming down that are leading us to the point where we can be governed by one man. Currency, we're talking about digital currency. They're going to start doing away with cash. You watch what I'm talking about. They're going to do away with cash and they're going to have a digital currency. It's following that path. It's creating that atmosphere where we can have this one world government. Where anywhere you go, it's up. And if you have that that green stuff and you're trying to hide it away, it ain't going to help. It's just going to be paper. They're going to do away completely with the family. Look at marriage. It's just dropping off. Ever since that they uh, said that uh, homosexuals and everybody else can get married to wh- whoever and whatever they want, marriage is dropping off because it doesn't mean anything. That was a whole idea. They were trying to kill marriage. It wasn't about somebody of the group getting benefits. It was about killing God-ordained marriage. It was about killing this right here. 
I'm going to tell you right now, a husband is a man. A wife is a womb man. A wombed man. One that can have babies. It's not two men. It's not two women. I don't care if you call somebody a husband. And we celebrate that now. We celebrate it in and out of our homes and everywhere we go. And we've got our kids saying, well, you're, you're uh, this or you're that if you don't, don't believe this way. We're anybody that says something contrary to what the media and the uh, government and, and society wants you to say. Well, they're criticized. We used to be a nation of free speech and we could disagree with people. We can't even do that anymore. We saw that through all this disease stuff. Anybody who said the wrong thing was criticized, ostracized, even taken to the point where they lost their livelihood because they said the wrong thing. We had churches where they were even in the parking lot. They were going around knocking on the windows, giving them tickets for sitting in their car in a parking lot. And the church said nothing. Few here, few there. We let it happen. Oh, we got to go along to get along. It's not that way. Men, stand up. Submitting yourselves, one another, in the fear of God. That fear means respect and awe. We don't have that anymore. We don't turn to God. We turn to everything else. We know more about the stats on our favorite team than we do about what God's Word really says. How worn is your Bible? Do you read it? Do you know what it says? Or in chapter 6 it says this, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I don't know how many times I see disobedient children sassing their parents. There's a thing going around. It's a meme. It said, uh, when I was growing up, there was two ways to die, natural causes and sassing my parents. I was taught, I had people that I called aunt and uncle that had no blood relation to me, but it was a respect thing. Respect for adults. We don't see that today. Children don't call people sir and ma'am. They talk back to them. They hit them. They, they find them in uh, back uh, areas and they beat on them and steal from them. Uh, sometimes kill them. They gang up and they go into stores and steal everything and, and hurt people on the way out. And we say, oh, well, it's just a condition of the way they live. Poverty never made anybody go and kill anybody or steal from them. It's a state of the heart. Being poor does not cause that. It's a state of the heart. We are a nation that has turned away from God. Many years ago, when I first started my ministry, I told people, I said, we are not going to be under judgment. We are already there. I read those verses out of Isaiah, and people told me, no, that's not true. Here we are. It's happened. It's happened. We've gone down that slope, and here we are. We're at the bottom of it. The only way out of it is to turn back to God. And everything in our world tells us not to do that. That it'll all be okay. 
you just keep on going and tell and doing the way we tell you and with the checks we send you and you'll be okay. You don't even have to work. Just sit back. And when someone comes out and preaches the word of God, turn them off. Don't want to hear that. Folks, this is the truth. This is the word of God. Wives, you should be submitting yourselves to your husbands. You ought to be coming alongside him, helping him to pull, helping him to guide the family, not criticizing him to your girls or, or anybody else, but building him up. Husbands, you ought to be loving your wives as Christ loved the church, not criticizing her, not talking bad about her, but building her up, treating her in a kind way, taking care of her, protecting her. Taking care of your family. Children, you ought to be obeying your parents because that's the right thing to do. You'll be like everybody else. When you get older, you'll realize, hey, they knew what they were talking about. They had the experience. I did that. I grew up. I, I didn't talk back. But I looked at them and thought, oh, you're old. You don't know. Oh, now I'm old and I'm thinking they knew a lot more than what I thought. And I'm glad I obeyed because they put me on the right path. Church, you need to stand up. Men of the church, you need to stand up. Thank God for women that have kept churches going because the men wouldn't do it. Stand up, be a man. Hey, if you like this sermon, call the radio station or, or on our social media, give us a like or share it. If you don't, well, just quit listening. That'll be okay, too. Listen, I want you to get saved. I want all these people to get saved. I want them to accept Jesus because we're all sinners. Maybe to some degree we look at it differently, but Jesus looks at it as sin. He died on a cross for your sin. He wants you to accept him and follow him and read his word and do what it says. It'll go a lot better for you, I promise. Well, thank you for listening to me this morning. My name is Charles Morgan. This is Word is Live Ministries.